Hey, fellow Mathers, before we get into this episode, we want to share with you how you can get access to free content, professional learning that will keep your students engaged and doing the math that matters. Get ready to go to this link, mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. That's right. Registration is open for the free Math is Figure Outable challenge that's starting May 15th and runs to the 17th at 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have three nights jam-packed with learning and routines that you can take straight to your classroom. In these challenges, we have a great time. We do some math, talk about classroom experiences, give away super cool bonuses and prizes. You won't just walk away with routines that are naturally engaging and encourage your students to think mathematically. You'll also have a chance to win over 6 k worth in prizes, including a few virtual PD sessions for your school. I'll be joined by my wonderful co-host, Kim, and special guest, Jenna Labe. You can register at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge for a fantastic learning experience. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Now on to the show. Hey, fellow mathematicians. Welcome to the podcast where math is figure outable. I'm Pam. And I'm Kim. And you found a place where math is not about memorizing and mimicking, where you're waiting to be told or shown what to do, but it's about making sense of problems, noticing patterns, and reasoning using mathematical relationships. We know we can mentor students to think and reasons like reasons to think <laughs> and reason like mathematicians did when they were students. Not only are algorithms not particularly helpful in teaching mathematics, but rotely repeating steps actually keeps students from being the mathematicians they can be. Because y'all, it kept me from being yeah. the mathematician I could be. And now I am a better one than ever before. Woo! Hey, I have another review, but um, this one's mostly because I aspire to be this person. The title says retired. <laughs> Still a fan. Nice. I want to be retired. You want to be retired. It's You're younger way, than I am. way too early. It's way too early. <laughs> I, I want to retire and lay on a beach. You know, I never used to love beaches. I, ever, I was going to say, ever. you were not a beach person when I met you. Um, yeah. Yeah, not at all. Because I'm mountains, like climbing and hiking. and. It's because you can't sit still. But it sounds like you're, you now <laughs> maybe are more chill than you have been. I just like to sit there with my, yeah. Okay, anyway. So uh, Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Yeah, I like the, it. Names, the names are my favorite. That is awesome. Um, so she says, I love listening to to both of you, even though I'm no longer teaching. Huh. Interesting, right? Will I listen to podcasts when I'm done? Yes. Yes, you okay. will. She yeah. says, I'm still learning through you. Some people think I'm crazy that I still listen to a, to a teaching podcast, but some habits are really hard to break and you two are one of those habits. <laughs> are we bad habits? No, we're awesome <laughs> habits. That's fun. That's super Thanks, fun. squirrel okay. girl. That's fun. I like being a a good habit. Okay. I, I've never been called a good habit before. <laughs> well, actually, oh. fractions. You just said fun. Fractions are fun. Fractions are That's fun. That's what we're going to talk about. So, fractions are our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some yeah. people find them troubling, right? And we think it's because of some of these really important things that we're chatting about in this short series um, that often get overlooked or maybe misunderstood. Well, or didn't so, even know they exist, right? Yeah. That was me. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I, I didn't. I did fractions well, quote unquote, did well, I, which meant I memorized sure. all the rules and I knew when to apply them. Yeah. But reasoning, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Some of the funnest things I did was while I was writing uh, lessons activities for building powerful numeracy. Um, there's a whole section in there on fractions. Check it out. It's pretty good. While I was developing the materials for that, 
I would ask my personal kids, I would say, how do you think about this problem? <laughs> and they would blow my mind. I'd be yeah. like, wait, say that again. Like how, what? Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. And then I would call you and you would, you usually, you and Craig were usually on the same wavelength. It was That's because I like Craig yeah. so much. I mean, he's pretty likable. So, yeah. Was it because he was in my class? Probably no. not. <laughs> I'm I mean, definitely so was, not. Craig is super sharp. So was Matt. I don't know. Yeah. They both had you. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's true. It was earlier. It was earlier in my numeracy when I had Matt. That's not true. earlier in my numeracy, but my teaching. Which is different, right? Like you might you might do some things in your head and you're not in your head. Well, yeah, right. I, I didn't. Head, but... Yes, I didn't model. I didn't. Yeah. And, and listeners, you might be uh, like, yeah, of course, I think that way, but have not really had a way to help your students um, develop Stress, the same sure. kind of thinking. And we're so excited to be able to do that. Te- teach all of us to think and and to teach it. Here we go. Let's do some of that today. Yeah. So one of those um, very important things that is often not emphasized or taught at all, uh, maybe because we don't know it or we don't realize the importance of it, is how important the unit is. What do you mean, Pam? What do you mean the unit? Oh, can I interrupt oh, for a second? Because I think I think people might think it's important, but they don't know the kinds of things that they might be saying or doing that you might not recognize things that we're saying or doing that are, yeah, are that less are, helpful. Or... Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, okay, yes. okay. Maybe. And, you know, and, and uh, I don't know that we can see that all the time until somebody yeah. helps us kind of um, see our perspective. Sure. I know sure. for sure it's been really helpful. Uh, many of you know I'm a grandma now. Woo! Yay. And um, uh, I have a, a dear friend who has heard me um, give some advice to my daughter-in-law and then um, tackled me and said, are you kidding me? Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, it, you know, so you can't always see outside yourself until sure. someone kind of mirrors, hey, this is what you just said. And I'm like, oh, no, I didn't really sound like I was that judgmental, did I? And they're like, yes. I'm like, oh, let me take that back. No, you're perfect in every way, daughter-in-law. And she really is. And he's so you cute. And they're one. so good. Oh, amazing. Yes. So my, my point is sometimes you can't always see what you're doing um, until maybe you hear it from a different perspective. So let's see if we can do some of that today. Yep. All right. So what do I mean that the unit is important when we're talking about fractions? Well, Kim, if I were to say to you, hey, here are two lovely candy bars, which see, that would be for me. For you, it'd be what? Like two boxes of gummies? Two pizzas, whole pizzas. Pizzas? No, <laughs> we're talking pizza. about get, oh. Stay rectangular. Oh, uh, you, you can get square pizza. Oh, Kim. Okay, I, fine. I was trying to do but the I candy thing. Can I if have I'm a sandwich? The, if I'm doing the candy thing. Then right. I would do candy bars and you would do, what's a rectangular Oh, candy? actually, I just bought a candy bar, which is so what? rare. It was a you know toffee you know. pretzel sea salt. <laughs> oh, I mean. And, and you liked it? Um, well, mostly I ate one piece and my family ate the rest, but yes, I loved it. it so good. <laughs> nice. So we're just joking a little bit because Kim typically likes gummy, sour, sour salty I also bought peppermint toffee. It was so good. Mm. No, never. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyway, candy bar. I can maybe do dark chocolate no. peppermint, but only nope. a little bit. Only a little mm. Yeah, not. No, no, no. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Kim, I have two candy bars. Okay. What if I asked you, what is one fourth? Mm. I'm going to go with half a candy bar. Okay, why? Uh, because you said you have two of them, two candy bars, and a fourth of that amount of original candy bar is one half a candy bar. So if I said, what's one fourth, mm-hmm. you inferred that I meant one fourth of two candy bars, all one of fourth of all of it, everything that I have sitting there. Right. 
And if that was true, I meant one fourth of all of it, then a half of one of those candy bars would be a fourth of the whole shebang. Yeah. So a fourth is a half. They're, they're equal. Ah, <laughs> nice. No. No. <laughs> so one fourth of two candy bars is one half of a candy bar. Correct. And the way I just said that was trying to emphasize what the unit was every time I said a fraction. Yes. So what if I had those two candy bars, but I said, hey, Kim, what's one fourth of a candy bar? Even though I have two sitting here, I'd only like to have one half of a candy bar. What would you say? One fourth of a candy bar? Yeah. You just said half. Okay. Oh, fourth, did fourth I? Of a, oh, yeah, you did. It's okay. A fourth of a candy bar is if I were to ignore the second candy bar mm-hmm. and split the first candy bar into four pieces and, and it would just be one portion of the fourth. It would be a fourth of one candy bar. So one fourth of a candy bar. Yep. So I could, I could literally ask you the same question. What's a fourth? Yep. And you could have said it's a half a candy bar or you could have said it's a fourth of a candy bar. And both of them would have been correct mm-hmm. depending on what you were thinking of as the unit. Correct. Can we agree on that? Yeah. So that's tricky. There's two possible answers depending on what you were focused on as the unit. And you might mm-hmm. say, Pam, obviously there were two candy bars sitting there. Obviously the kid's going to know we meant all of it. Mm. And we're going to say, um, maybe not. Like, let's actually yeah. just, let's actually just be careful, be purposeful about identifying the unit. Sure. All right. So here's another example. What if I showed you six dots? And they're not really arranged any way. There's just six of them. Can you picture six dots? Um, actually, just drew. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Drew circles. Okay, so Kim, what's one half? Um, three dots is one half. Okay. Of the entire set of six. So three is half of six. So if I mean the entire set of six dots, then you would say three dots is a half of those six dots. Cool. Mm -hmm. Can you think of, if I were just to have those six dots sitting there, can you think Mm -hmm. of another um, unit you could focus on and that you could find half of that? Yeah, I can have one whole dot is half of two of the dots. Whoa. So it's almost like, did you ever eat Twinkies as a kid? Not Twinkies, Ding Dongs. Did you ever eat Ding Dongs? No, I ate Twinkies. Well, okay. Can you Twinkies. picture Ding Dongs? You know, the ones. Uh, that, no, I don't remember which ones. I was, is that the I one that like I'm white honestly, now I'm not sure. Top? Well, I'm thinking they're the chocolate ones, the chocolate cupcake things. Yeah. Okay. So can you picture those uh, came two to a pack? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of picturing that when you said, well, if there's two. two yeah, it's a two pack. Mm-hmm. So if it's a two pack of those chocolate frosted things. Um, and I said, what's one half? Then you said, well, you're just going to have one of, one of them. Is that right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so if we have these six frosted things here, but you're picturing them in two packs and I said, what's a half, you could literally say it's just one of the frosted things. <laughs> you're totally making me think about, um, if I am as good as we're going to suggest people need to be, because like, what if something came in a box of six and my kid said, can I have half? And I assume, like a half of a donut. And he's like, no, three of the donuts. <laughs> well, so you just, so you just said, okay, so I have written down on my paper that um, you could have found half of a two pack. That was the last one you did. Yeah. You could have found half of the whole thing, which is one out of the six, uh, sorry, which is three out of the six, mm-hmm. I wrote that three out of the six. But then you also, just said, mm-hmm. yeah, the one donut, right? If you had six donuts sitting there and the kid said, can I have a half? You're thinking in your head that they would do what? Um, eat one half of one donut. Like that. What? At, there's six of them sitting there, but surely mm-hmm. the kid didn't mean three of the six. Surely My kid did. Just... 
But but they could have been focused on just one of the donuts and you're just going to have half of that donut. So we have sort of three correct answers, even though there's six sitting there, depending on what you were focusing on as the unit. Mm -hmm. That's kind of important that we need to be able to um, help kids. We need to do things with them and let that unit change. So yeah. actually throw up six, throw up. That sounds oh, terrible. No, don't I know, throw sorry. Up six donuts. <laughs> put up, put up <laughs> six donuts on the board. Sure. And then ask them, what if the, if I'm talking about all of them, what's one half? What if I'm talking about this two pack? What's a half? What yeah. if we had a three pack? Kim, what if we had a three pack? Of donuts? Half yeah. of it would be one and one half donuts. One and a half of a donut, right? So notice how even in the answer, we're referring to the unit. Yeah. One, one half of the three donut pack. Oh, and I said one and a half donuts because I was thinking about you would have more than one donut. So I call it donuts, mm-hmm. but you so said one, and a, half one and a half of a donut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So different ways that we're going to kind of make sense of, um, fractions by letting that unit change. So we're not only suggesting that we need to be, um, purposeful about naming the unit, but we need to actually do exercises with students where we have multiple things and we change the unit and discuss what the fractional uh, fractional part is as that unit changes. What if it, this is the unit? What if that's the unit? What if this right. is the unit? And let kids sort of, they almost have to kind of close one eye and tip their head a little bit yeah. to, to let, it's almost like a, an optical illusion where you could see the one and then see the other. Um, and, and, and you have to kind of zoom in and out a little bit. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? When I zoom yeah. in and out, you like sort of zoom in where one donut is the unit, zoom out where all six is the unit, zoom in, a, not quite as much where we had a two pack or out a little bit where we had a three pack, all of those different, um, units then, uh, can help kids, um, reunitize. And that is a, a skill that we need. It's a, it's a, it's a path. We want their brains to travel often. We want their brains to travel that path of thinking, what is the unit? Ooh, now that I know what the unit is, let me think about the fractional part of that unit. Ooh, let me shift. Now, what if this other thing, bigger, smaller is the unit? Now, now let me find the fractional part of that unit. Um, super important. Yeah, people ask all the time, like, what do you do with, you know, high flyers or whatever? That, what? How do we extend kids? And I'm feeling like this would be a really We both nice just took a breath, by the yeah, way, because we don't like to, to label I kids. I, I ear quoted with my fingers that so people can't see. Um, but I'm feeling like this would be a super fun, like, warm up as you're coming into school, as you're transitioning classes, whatever, to have some images on, like, on the on the wall or whatever. And ah. it's literally like, what's, what's one half? What's one third? And, you know, it's something open enough that many people can enter in. Everybody can enter in with uh, an answer, but... For kids who are who are not not where we think they need an extension, but who are actually interested in thinking, like I, I think Luke would super love that, where he gets to stare and think about different ways to to reunitize. I'm going to give you one. Okay, go. Um, okay, you might have to you might have to draw. Um, I got my pen. Okay, pen, pen, um, pen. You, you've not got, a pencil. You've got, you've got fruit, so you've got um, three strawberries. Draw fast. I, I'm strawberries. I didn't yep. even draw a strawberry. Okay. I have you could th- put a circle with an S. <laughs> quick draw, people. Quick I draw. Have, I have three squirrely looking triangle things okay. on my paper. Okay. Um, if you were in my class, I would have already moved on because we quick draw. We're not we're not drawing <laughs> the actual thing. We got an apple. An circle apple. with an A. Okay. <laughs> we got an orange. Okay. And you get a bunch of five bananas. So bunch them together. Five of them. Yep. Okay. 
Okay, right. so- I, I literally have fruity looking things on my paper just so you know. <laughs> that is supposed to be fruit, so that's good. Okay. What okay, now what's a half? Um okay. I'm gonna say if my unit is the apple, then uh it's a half an apple. Okay. If the unit is the strawberries, so it's a half of the strawberries, then it's one and a half strawberries. Okay. Is a half of the three strawberries. If it's of the round fruit, because I have an orange and an apple, mm-hmm. then it would be one of those fruits would be half of those two round fruits. If it's the five bananas, then it would be two and a half bananas would be half of the five mm-hmm. bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is the 10 total fruits, um, right? Because I have 10 total fruits. Mm-hmm then I'm going to do the easy thing and say it's the bananas because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's five of them. So that five of the bananas would be half of the 10 fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I could cut them all up and make a fruit salad. There you go. And I could divvy up half of the fruit salad, weigh it out and give you half of all of the fruit cut up. And that would be half of the fruit salad. What do you think? Yeah, I like. Lots what about if we ways. thought about an individual type of fruit? We have four kinds of fruits. Mm. half of the kind of fruit half of the kinds of fruits so mm-hmm. i'd have two two kinds of, it's comes like you said uh to make your fruit salad you can have half of the kinds of fruits mm-hmm. and i would say mm, okay i'm gonna have the strawberries and bananas please okay there you go make it a smoothie two of the two of the kinds of fruits <gasps> when i was at the nih they had a strawberry banana smoothie that was mm. super yummy and at the beginning of the week i had to have lots of calcium so i was like sweet so every meal i was having a strawberry banana smoothie it was awesome and then they were like no way too much calcium and so then they cut me down to none and then i had uh, no sadness <laughs> i know sadness. moderation moderation yeah, yeah. um i don't really love bananas in a smoothie it's overpowering Kind of bland. You know, these weren't bad. There was just a little bit of banana. Yeah, I'm kind of actually with you on that. You know what I really can't take? Bananas and chocolate. No, no, mm. no, no. Like if anybody ever wants to <laughs> I have frozen banana chocolate pieces in my freezer. Oh, blah. <laughs> so blah, good. Blah. No, not my favorite. Okay, Kim, I got another one for you. Yeah. Um, picture a rectangle. Okay. Um, and it's kind of a... a uh, how do I even describe it? It's it's a horizontal oriented rectangle. So it's like wider than is tall. Does okay. that make sense? Mm-hmm. And um, cut that rectangle into seven equal sections. So it's kind of like a candy bar that's got seven sections. Okay. There, did you draw vertical lines? I did. Okay, cool. And five of those sections, this is terrible that I just can't show it to you and I have to tell you all about it, but five of those sections are shaded. Okay, okay, so let's let's see if we can do that again. So, so I got, got like a, like I'm picturing mm-hmm. like if we were ta- making an a um, an area model, I'm picturing like a like a two by seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, and then I I cut horizontally um, six cuts to make seven pieces. Vertical lines. When you say yep. cut horizontally, you, you drew nice. vertical lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And five of those are shaded, right? Correct. Okay, cool. So. With that image, so yep. hopefully everybody can kind of see that image. With that image, can you see five-sevenths, the fraction five-sevenths? If you can, what's the unit? Five-sevenths of what? The the area model, candy bar. The whole thing. There's the unit, and I have five shaded 
of the seven pieces. So that's, so that's five sevenths of the candy bar. Yeah, so it's almost too easy because I had to tell you how to draw it, right? So yeah. like, cut into sevenths. You're all, you're all duh, Pam. It's already sevenths. And we shaded mm-hmm. five of them. This isn't hard. Yep. Five sevenths of the whole thing is shaded. Okay, cool. Can you see same picture? Same picture. Same picture. Can you see mm-hmm. seven fifths? Seven fifths. Of something. Seven fifths of something. Someone's, someone's screaming at me right now. <laughs> Kim! Kim, it's right there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So close close one eye and tip your head to the side. <laughs> old, old lady, young lady. Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking seven fifths means I need more than the whole. So I'm going to call the five shaded pieces the whole. Because then I'd have one. Just five fifths, and then I have the two left over as two more fifths, and five fifths and two fifths make my seven fifths. So the whole is the five shaded pieces. The unit is the five shaded pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you've got. It's almost like if they were separated, it might be easier to see, but because they're connected. Mm-hmm. The five-fifths and the two-fifths are connected. That made it a little bit harder for me to see. So if I thought about the five-fifths, the shaded part as the whole candy bar, it's mm-hmm. almost kind of like I had two candy bars sitting next. No, I don't know how. I'm trying to think of a of an actual scenario. It would be like I had another five-fifths candy bar next to it, and I chopped off the three-fifths and got rid of them. So I really only had five-fifths, which is the whole, and then two-fifths, of a different candy bar. Of a different candy bar, but only considered the one candy bar. It's like my kid tried to sneak in those two pieces and said, no. <laughs> you've got a whole candy bar mm-hmm. cut into cut into five sections. That's the whole. Mm-hmm. And you've got these two extras. Yay, bonus. Mm-hmm. It's like seven fifths. Mm-hmm. The whole five fifths and two more mm-hmm. fifths. So the same picture can represent five sevenths of the entire rectangle that we drew. Mm-hmm. And we'd shaded five out of those seven equal parts. But if Mm -hmm. we focus in, zoom in on just the five fifths, just the five shaded parts and call that the whole, then we have extra. We've got two fifths extra in that. We could call that one and two fifths or seven fifths. Mm -hmm. All right. So hopefully everybody, we have no idea how this is going to work. Like, let us know when you hear us describe stuff like this. If you're like, what are you even like, it would be helpful for us to get some um, feedback from you podcast listeners. If this works, if you're like, no, 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 it's good enough. Like, you described it well enough. We're, we're over describing in the hopes that um, you can kind of see what we would, that what we're suggesting. We would never do um, this out loud with students, with students no, 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 no. show image. these images. Yeah. We wouldn't like, <laughs> we wouldn't say, Hey, I'm going to describe it. See how well you're, how you can transcribe my, my, no, not, not none of that. So how are, um, uh, how are we helping build students' ideas of fractions? Well, in one way, we are really helping them focus on the unit and then changing the unit and helping them find a fractional amount of that new unit. So it's like we identify a unit and find a fractional amount, change the unit, find that same fractional amount, change the unit again and and sort of in and out so kids brains get used to traveling that road of like wait wait if this is the unit then what's the fractional amount and that can be super super helpful for kids Mm -hmm. okay so kim yeah 
There's a poster that we've dealt with. Yeah. Do you want to describe it or me? Sure. I'll give it a go and you can tell me if I'm... I, I do shortcut describe and you often slow me down and... <laughs> Let's see how you do. Re-say what I so said. So this is another example of where we would just show you this poster. Absolutely. Um, and hey, we should probably say this comes from Susan Lamont's yep. wonderful book called Teaching Fractions and Ratios for Understanding. Yep. Uh, I'd love to meet Susan Lamont someday. She's brilliant. And uh, she has this poster in her book and we've used it in professional development before. And yep. go ahead, Kim. Just okay. okay. So picture a poster and there are three... Um, columns, three pictures. So I'm going to describe each one. So on the left side, there are uh, two squares sitting on top of each other. So I'm picturing almost like a a block, like if a kid's playing with blocks and there are two blocks on top of each other. Okay. And the bottom one is shaded and the top one is, uh, is not shaded. So mm-hmm. two on top of each other, bottom shaded, top not. And it's, it says one half below it. And that makes sense because you've got mm-hmm. two blocks, one shaded. Mm-hmm. So one out of two, one half, yep. clear, okay? Next to that, to the right, there are the same squares, three on top of each other. Same size squares, not the exact same squares. Same squares, uh-huh. Uh, the bottom one is shaded. The one above it and the one above that, so the, the second and third one are not shaded. And that, that column is labeled as one-third. And how many did you say were shaded? One shaded out of the three squares. So that makes sense. One out of the three shaded. And so that column is labeled as one third. Yep. Okay. And then the final column is very similar. Four squares on top of each other. The bottom one is shaded. And the other three, the second, third, and fourth one are not shaded. So overall, when you look at it, the bottom squares are shaded, but all the ones above are not shaded. And I, if I remember correctly, I think there was oh, and that, actually that, that a f- final one. Sorry, it was called yeah. one fourth. And I think there was a column to the right of that that was one fifth. It was the same okay. idea. It was f- okay. five squares and one yeah. shaded on the bottom. So let me describe um, the poster in maybe a slightly different way. Uh, you described it brilliantly. Uh, along the bottom, we've got one half, one third, one fourth, one fifth. The, the fractions written out. The, the you know the numeral the numerals written in fraction notation. And then we have uh, the same size square across the bottom is shaded. In each column, one square is shaded, same size square. And then above that is uh, a bunch of unshaded. And so in the one half, there's one unshaded. In the one third, there's two unshaded. In the one fourth, there's two, three, three unshaded. And in the one fifth, there's four unshaded. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Susan Lamont and we asked the question, uh, what do you think about this poster? So I kind of hope that you've drawn it a little bit um, so that you can maybe talk about what you think about the poster. Um, maybe you're envisioning it, but uh, yeah, Kim, we're, we're always a little surprised when, yes, especially maybe the last time that we put this up in front of a group of teachers, Teacher said, oh, that's fantastic because kids really get a feel for what these fractions mean and it'll be up on the board and mm-hmm. they'll be able I wish, to- I wish I had one of these. Yeah. Like could people we, said. Uh, like create one with math is forgettable on the bottom and we'd buy it. We could stick mm-hmm. it on our wall. Mm-hmm. And Kim, why, why, why does Susan Lamont put it in her book and we put it up for teachers to consider what, what, what is amiss? Mm. So- 
I, I think what the point is to cause a little discourse and conversation, because if any of these columns were in isolation, the one half or the one third or the one fourth, it would be a nice representation of that fraction. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you put them together on a poster, they are no longer accurate representations of those fractions. At, least, cannot at, be, least yeah. if the, at least if they're referring to the same whole. Right. So like the one half is one out of two equal pieces, but then mm-hmm. right next to it, we have one out of the, we, we have a, a different unit. Now there's three of the same size squares as, as uh, it's not just that they're the same size squares for the one out of three, they're the same size squares as the one out of two. So it's as if I said to Kim, here's a candy bar with three pieces and, and I've shaded this one, you get one third. Now here's, I'll, I'm not even sure if, if, how do I say that? Here's two thirds of that candy bar. <laughs> like, like that's, that might not be the best representation. Let me think for just a second from the one half to the one fourth, the one half has two squares. One of them shaded. The one fourth has four squares. One of them shaded. It's as if I gave Kim the candy bar with the four squares and said, Hey, you get a fourth. And then I said, now here's a different candy bar and you get a half. The, the point is it's a whole different candy bar. And that candy bar is, is much smaller. The one that is labeled one half is much smaller than the one that was labeled one fourth. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm saying this very well. It's, it's almost like I said, which candy bar would you prefer? Would you, do you want the, the biggest candy bar there that had the five squares and you get a fifth? Or do you want the littlest candy bar there that had two squares and you want a half? And that's okay as long as we're super clear that it's different candy bars we're talking about. But the poster does not make that clear. The poster sort of seems like uh, it doesn't matter what the unit is. And we're saying it does. Well, we're not, it's not just us. <laughs> the unit matters. Yeah. Yeah. Got anything else to say about that one? Um, I think that it's a bit of a challenge because if you have a fourth, one fourth, and you're also saying that two fourths is equivalent to a half, then if you get two fourths in that column, you're eating more than one half in the first column. Oh, that's nicely said. So, yeah. So I want the two fourths, not the one half, <laughs> because I'm going to end up eating more chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That, that was, that was, that was probably super helpful. Cool. Okay. So what, like you might be like, Pam, really, does this matter? Well, let me give you an example that we can't find anymore. I well, wish I would have taken a, a picture of it. I'm sure it's somewhere in the ether of the, of the internet, but there was a high stakes test question in a state which shall not be named where they gave the students two um, pizza looking things, two circles that were cut into some uh, equal size pieces. And I don't even remember what they were cut into. And then the question asked them either to shade in or what fractions represented. I think it must've been what fraction was represented. So they said what fractions represented. And here's the problem. It was a multiple guess question. Mm-hmm. And there, the answer was there if the unit was one pizza. And the answer was there if the unit was both pizzas. Mm. So it, it and, and nowhere did the question say of both pizzas, what unit is shown, what, mm-hmm. what, what unit is shaded or what fraction is shaded is probably what it said. It, it, it didn't say that. It didn't identify what the unit was. So there were basically, there were two correct answers. 
that got taken off and taken down and we can't find it anymore. Rightly so, because you have to identify the unit if you're going to be able to correctly identify the fractional part. Yeah. It's like the test writers made assumptions that they wanted the students to also make assumptions about. Yeah. And depending on which assumption you made, you could have gotten either of those answers correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So reunitizing is super important in um, fractional multiplication and proportional reasoning problems too. We haven't really talked about that quite a bit. So if I were to say a half of two thirds of something, so like if I asked you what's a half of two thirds, we mm-hmm. are also assuming that people understand that the two thirds is of something. So, mm-hmm. so if we write down one half times two thirds and we think about it as one half of two thirds, then the first thing you might think about is two thirds of what? Absolutely. Um, and if we don't help students, we don't do work to help them think about the unit, they could be thinking about, uh, they need to be thinking about two one-thirds as one-third is the unit and we need two of them. Woo. And you yeah. just did so much reunitizing in that yeah. one little bit. Yeah. We're finding a half of mm-hmm. something. There's a unit. We're, we're finding a half of two-thirds. Whoa, that's two of something. Uh Yeah. And that's one third and that's one third of something. Right. Yeah. So lots and lots of reunitizing that students need to be able to do in order to reason through fraction multiplication. We will do more work on that soon. Bam. Y'all thank you for tuning in and teaching more and more real math to find out more about the math is figure outable movement. Visit mathisfigureoutable.com. And thank you for spreading the word that math is figure outable. Thank you for listening and making math more figureoutable. To learn even more, make sure you register for our free challenge at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. You are not going to want to miss the evenings of May 15th through 17th, starting at 7 p.m. Central. Math teaching, math teaching, go register now. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Join us to make math more and more figureoutable. And if you can't join live, register and we'll send you access to the recordings. We'll see you there.